and welcome to our podcast. I am Evelyn. And I'm Ernesto. And we are mother and son, and we just thought it would be cool to um, have a podcast where we just basically talk about different interesting topics. Um, and so one of the topics that we were going to start with today is talking about going back to school, what's going on with teachers, and... Um, and all that, but we also thought we would just kind of freestyle it, so we're not, no promise that we're going to stay on that topic. We might go off topic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Ernesto, what do you? What is your take on on going back? How do you feel about going back to school? And well, I stuff? mean, I'm I'm on and off about it because I'm excited to go back to school to see my friends and stuff, but also, um, act like for your situation, since you're a teacher, like it puts in perspective that teachers are in danger because like. If I get, you know, anything, then I'll be fine. But, like, especially with older teachers, you know, and just, you know, puts, mm-hmm. I just hope that there's a lot of safety stuff. And with my school, uh, the thing said that they're, that they don't care if you're wearing a mask or not. So mm-hmm. that's, like, a big, like, yikes for me. But I'm sure most people will. Well, I think in Illinois they have stricter requirements. And Lily and I went, were, um, well... She was back to school shopping. I was freaking out, waiting for her to come out of the store um, yesterday. And um, but in, anyway, in Illinois, she was talking with one of the salespeople there, and they were shocked that she was going back to school because they're like, "Oh, what are you buying clothes for?" And Lily said, "Oh, back to school shopping." And they're like, "Back to school where? Like nobody's going back to school." And even around here, I think your school's kind of like stands out. It's an anomaly around here because I mean some of the smaller schools are going back but all the big schools are not well I mean I mean all of all of Parker and Craig but like I think all the bigger cities like Beloit and um and Madison around us you know mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna stay they're gonna stay online but I don't know what's what was their reasoning for you know for for making us go back. I mean, because, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot easier on utilities for mm-hmm. thousands of students to not be in school. Because yeah. I don't know, like, their exact reason for having us go. I saw a picture of some teachers in Georgia today, or some students in Georgia today, and they were all, it was just like a normal day of high school. Like, really? all in the lockers, all in the hallways by the lockers, and only one person had a mask. So, I don't know. In the middle of the summer? Well, yeah, they start back early in, in some states, or have already started back. Yeah, so, well, we'll have to see what happens. The way we're going to know is two weeks after you guys start back, mm-hmm. we'll see if, if, if they close down. Yeah. Some people say that it's going to be a big experiment because we've never had anything like this happen. Yeah. I mean, I would rather have it, have it be the young people who have less risk than anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a lab rat, but still, like I had the option to not go. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I mean, I think my risk and reward. I mean, seeing seeing people that I haven't seen in forever and hanging out with friends, and then have possibly getting the chance of getting something, and then, you know, I'm not gonna get affected by it. You know. So the only thing that I would I would really have to worry about is you know just not getting it for you. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course I'm gonna take the right precautions that I won't that I won't get you know anything, but I'm just hoping that everybody else will around me. Because mm-hmm. if you're really if you're not gonna take the right precaution, why are you even going? You know, like you can just you have the option to stay home, so stay home. Yeah, that's really good. I hope a lot of other people feel the same way that you do. 
So, um, did you hear about what happened in Lebanon yesterday? Uh, something about like bombs and stuff. And it was in a big explosion. What happened? They had. To, I think I don't really know too well, but I saw the video. Um, I saw the video, and it was the craziest explosion I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, and uh, I mean, it was not. It was no joke. Like I'll look it up all in a minute and and show you. But it was like. Uh, there were like a hundred, at least a hundred people dead, and and that's not even it because there's probably thousands of people trapped in in rubble and four thousand people hurt. And the thing was, it it was almost like looked like a nuclear explosion. Really? Because it was like it started and it was started smoking, and then I think that building caught fire, and then it just like went. Somebody was filming from like like two miles or maybe a mile away or something, and all of a sudden the the bubbles of clouds of smoke just went boom boom, and it like went up to hit where he was really yeah and it was the fastest thing it was crazy and because lily has a friend that's from lebanon and so i think she texted her right away and was like did you hear what happened you know uh-huh. so yeah I mean, we can, yeah we can just go watch that video to see yeah but, but i mean first of all how did they know that there was going to be an explosion when they were recording it because there was the smoke, the plume of smoke. Oh, oh, so it was like, you know, like how 9-11, people start recording when the... Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't, I have to say I don't really know a lot about Lebanon or um, that part of the world, you know, but mm-hmm. here's, here's, uh, look at that. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's no joke, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, that's kind of like what I was a little girl and thought like a nuclear bomb would be like. Well, here, you know. Uh-huh. And Jeez. Look at that damage. Yeah, so it's kind of a big deal. But yeah. I know they've already had a lot going on with COVID and stuff. And they've had a lot of economic issues. And, you know, now this. Yeah, 2020 is not looking great. Yeah. Do you think 2020 is the worst year economically for the world? They say next. They say it's getting close to like where we were at for the Great Depression, like really, really bad. Like we had something else in two thousand eight, right when we bought, right around the time we bought this house, because mm-hmm. it's like we bought we bought it when it was like the market was doing really well. Mm-hmm. So we bought high. We, so yeah. we paid top dollar for this top dollar for what we can get for this house. Yeah. Back in the day, and the next year everything crashed. Uh huh. So that means that we lost a lot of you know like the house if we bought it for you know x amount of money like 100 let's say 100 grand Mm -hmm. then it would then all of a sudden it was only worth like 80 really like we but yeah but how did that affect you guys if you know you didn't weren't selling it it didn't really but it affected i think it affected a lot of people um because up to a certain point, like I'm not really, I don't really understand it too well, but up to a certain point, they were like the mortgage companies would give you a loan, mm-hmm. and they, you didn't really have to be able to even pay it. Like right now, with what you make, you'd be able to get a home loan. You really? Know? Yeah. And then what happened is like when the market fell apart, like a lot of people weren't able to make their mortgage payments, and then they just lost their houses, and it just I don't know, it's something about it like cycled, and mm-hmm. um, but it didn't really affect affect me too much, but I. Um, but just as for comparison, like, um, back in those days, like it only affected me symbolically, like the money was all like, like the value of the house, but it wasn't something, but now like I have one friend who's a nurse, a really good friend of mine, and she's taken like a 20% pay cut 
and you know just and she has to work full time and so it's it's the economic crisis affecting people right around me and like it's um, the people who are it's the people who we actually need are taking the, the pay cuts you know? yeah the people we know too that it's hurting like like my another friend um, well any people that I know who substitute teach mm-hmm. like I don't know you know since March they weren't working um, other people. Um, like, you know, the place I was going to put, you know what? I didn't even tell you this, but you know how I was going to do the volleyball thing, Uh but I canceled and I freaked out about it. Yeah. Well, two uh, two weeks ago, the lady I was going to play volleyball, one of the ladies on the team, she's like, okay, I should tell the people in Philemon why. But, um, basically what happened is like, I got invited in the beginning of June to play on a volleyball team. And, um, so I initially I'd said yes and I was really excited about it I'm like oh that sounds great and it's a really good idea but then as COVID um as the days came closer and I realized I'd have to actually show up somewhere and like put myself at risk of getting COVID I'm like this maybe isn't a great risk to take you know to play volleyball with like you know because I didn't know like you know I don't know any of the people on my team and even if I got to know them I didn't know the people I'm playing against and you know, it's just like an unnecessary risk. So at the last minute, and I'm talking about it was like two hours before we were supposed to play, I just couldn't do it. And I, you saw me panicking, uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, I felt terrible about it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. Please, like, I'm, I'm going to ask for grace from you guys. And just like, I just can't do it. I just, you know, I wasn't expecting to have this reaction, but I just can't do it. Uh-huh. And they were cool about it and everything. But like um, two weeks ago, like, because I'm still get the messages from the chat that we were in to form the volleyball thing. But two weeks ago, this one lady, she's like, said the same thing I said. She's like, hey, guys, you know, the cases are going up. It's not getting any better. I really, I got to not do this. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they, I got another message from the group. And it turns out the owner of the place that had that bar mm-hmm. had to close the bar because he has COVID. He tested positive. Really? Yep. Is that, is that here or that's is that here. a different city? No, that's here. That's here. Like it's like I think it's three miles from here. Is when I looked it up. It's you know, mm-hmm. but the guy that I got on that because I was we were talking about the economic thing and he's got to close his bar for you know at least two weeks minimum. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I don't know. I think and also the the um, Trump was given like six hundred bucks or something extra for unemployment. Um, to people who had had to claim unemployment and now that money's gone. So I, I don't know. Yeah, this is bad. This is really bad. You know, a lot of people out of work. Um, you know, I was going to work this summer teaching summer school and I was kind of counting on that money and they're, then at the last minute they're like, nope. You know, they didn't need as many summer school teachers and the same thing happened to another friend of mine. And uh, I don't know. It's been pretty... I mean, we did get the stimulus money. Mm-hmm. But it's helped that you have a job. Yeah, and I haven't been paying like that much. I was I haven't been helping that much around. I've just been, but you know I see something's gone. I see something ran out, and I help when I and I get you know, I get toothpaste. I get credit cards for food and stuff like or debit. You know those gift cards for yeah. food. You know just like small stuff helping around. But it's it's definitely like it's noticeable because like a lot of times we would get like when we get fast food like Chipotle and stuff. Mm-hmm. You you pick up that tab and you know. Yeah, yeah. I have food a lot. It's it's nice just that I feel like it doesn't make things feel like there's money's real tight. Yeah. You know because like sometimes Lily wants like just like she wants Chipotle and mm-hmm. she wants Chipotle the next day and then it's like you gotta start saying no at some point like no we can't do this every day you know because it's it's a big it's a lot of money. Yeah you know? yeah. 
but with you working, then we've been able to be a little more like we got this. You got you got us Starbucks cards and different. You know, I have decaf coffee, which I normally wouldn't you know have and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. that's been a big help. So it, why don't you we talk about your experience with work for the first time? Like, how's that been? I mean, it was it was um. It was kind of a learning curve at first because um, at first I took it I took it like school where it was like I, I mean I thought of it in a school mentality which is like you know like you can you're you can mess around a little bit because you know like teachers you know they just didn't really care that much but one thing that I I, I had to learn was that you have to actually be like professional you know like you actually like you have a job that you're getting paid to do rather than you're a, you're you know you're a student you mm-hmm. know so it's just the mentality of of like it's our act I mean we don't have to be you know we don't mm-hmm. have to wear like a suit and tie but like even though you know I work at a at a you know restaurant like a mm-hmm. fast food restaurant it's not it's nothing like super important but you always gotta you know keep it professional mm-hmm. that's really cool you know and it's neat to hear you say that um, because I I you know over my time as a teacher. We've had different teachers that come in um, and train are in training, mm-hmm. and they're students, and then, so they're student teachers, you know. Mm-hmm. But we often one of the biggest problems that we have with student teachers sometimes is they're like, oh, because they're kind of in the student mindset, mm-hmm. and and they don't realize like this is a job though, you know. Yeah. And so they they'll just like, oh, I can't, I'm not gonna really be able to make it in until like nine o'clock, you know. And it's like, no, <laughs> you come in at the beginning of the work day. Yeah. You know and. And grant, I mean, to their, you know, going with what they're saying, it's like, you know, they don't, they aren't getting paid to be there, but it's, it's that transition from to having a professional mindset versus mm-hmm. like student mindset. Mm-hmm. That it's good that you're having that now because, like, you get you get a bad rap really quick if you're not consistent at coming to work or if you're kind of like, oh, I'll just come on in whenever, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm ready to come in. It, it gets even worse in college because it. In high school, you know, you do have a schedule that you stick to, but in college, you can just skip classes, uh-huh. and so it's like, and no one, no one's gonna. There's no skip calls or anything. You just don't go, and you just didn't, you just missed it. Uh-huh. So did you? So you skipped a lot of classes in high school. Did you ever skip any in college? Yeah, I skipped my good chair, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I never got it. The thing with in high school is like, there's a sense of like, well, I got away with it, and mm-hmm. in college, that's gone. You just. Either you go, you don't go, and because you know it's going to be like pointless. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I didn't go because I wasn't learning from the way the teachers were teaching, mm-hmm. and you know, and so I knew it was pointless. But but other, but I never, you never skip and get away with it. Like if you're skipping a good class, and you know, you just kind of hurt yourself. So I, I was not a good. I was like habitually truant in high school, uh-huh. but in college I think I attended pretty well. I didn't have a problem getting there. You know, but high school was just dumb, so I didn't go to that. Mm-hmm. One thing that I, I want to do when I get into um, college, because I'm trying really hard in high school right now so that I can go to a good college. But then once I go to a good college, I'm going to do the stuff for my engineering. Mm-hmm. And then anything other than engineering is going to be like basket weaving, you know, where I, or, you know, just like really, really, really simple stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I can afford to put all my energy into my actual, like, what I want to be rather than learning how to be a rocket scientist and an engineer when I only want to be an engineer, you mm-hmm. know? That's good. It's like, it's like, um, what we were watching last night when that, when the lady, the, cause we were watching a, um, 
com- comedy stand-up show mm-hmm. about the girl who she was like buying the whole album for just one song. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You know, if I'm wa- wanting to do one job, I don't need to know, you know, astronomy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another interesting segue because um, back in the day, I don't know if you know this, but like um, in, in oh, what am I thinking? Oh, in the, during the Renaissance period, um, which, gosh, I don't even know. You know, a long time ago, like... When I was thinking After, back in the day, I thought you were talking like, oh, back in the 90s. Well, no. I don't know when the Renaissance was. This is terrible. I, okay, there's the Middle Ages, and then mm-hmm. then there was the, then the Renaissance came. It, the Renaissance means rebirth, because in the medieval times, all the knowledge was suppressed. Mm-hmm. The Renaissance it was like a rebirth of all the stuff. So my point is that during the Renaissance, um, there was a concept of, like, of being a Renaissance man or a Renaissance person. And mm-hmm. what it meant is that you had you were able to do like a lot of different things. So people got training in like music and art and um, I don't know, they just knew how to do anything. So it just, you study, you went to school, but you also did like martial arts and you did, mm-hmm. you had it was just this concept of being well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that I think is like kind of, if you think of school, we still have that, like the whole, whole thing of humanities and science and the way like people kind of think that you need to have a base. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that with what you, you were saying that, you know, do you think you need to have like a base before you focus on one knowledge or? Yeah, but I think that's, that's what um, elementary prepares you for high school and high school gives you a base and then college or no, high school is gives you a base and gives you a chance to explore. And then high, uh, college is once you've explored the different, the different branches, you pick the right branch to go down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, I had some interesting questions that I was going to just throw out to you that you you don't even know what they are, and I don't really know what they are for right now, but um, I thought it'd be kind of cool just like freestyle, you know, mm-hmm. the questions, and uh, I think you closed my tab. This is why I leave all the tabs open. Mom, you leave all the... I didn't close your tab. This is why you <laughs> shouldn't leave all the tabs open. You have a hundred tabs open, <laughs> and then you can never find the right one. Well... Where the heck is it? These are these are all like Gmail tabs, and this was like a. All right, I'm just gonna look for a different one. Darn okay. it! Oh, I think it, when I was looking for um, the Lebanon thing, I lost uh. it. So okay, the, it was. Okay, here it is. I remember what it was. Questions. All right. So these are you can't see them ahead of time. All right, all right. I'll, all right. I won't look. So let's just see how you answer. All right. Some of them could be dumb, like the first one. All right. Well, what would you name your boat if you had one? <laughs> if I had a boat? <laughs> um, uh, the, the first one that I thought was was um, St. Charles. Yeah? Yeah. Did you name that after your dad? Well, I mean, I mean, I just thought St. Charles because it sounded cool, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that also adds to it that, you know? Yeah. But isn't, like, bro, okay, I'm, I'm going to just go... Um, what are you doing today? Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Um, what? How do you? What's the, the verb? verb? Ride, I guess. Ride a boat. I don't know. Drive a boat. Is driving it? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not a boat person. I've never been. Okay. Um, take out the boat. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna take out St. Charles. You know. I mean, that yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Or it could be a dog. St. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a dog or a boat. 
Um, I think, well, your boat must be nice because in my head, like, I'm not envisioning the kind of boat that would be called St. Charles. Uh-huh. It's more like the kind that you see in Puerto Rico or in El Salvador. Yeah. Like with just the like wooden little, ones? Yeah, just the wooden one, mm-hmm. in which I, was, I would call it, like... Uh, Old Rusty. <laughs> yeah, or, like, um, I don't know, like, Sivad or some Spanish name, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, all right, here's the next question. All right. What what's the closest thing to real magic for you? Because I have heard you you don't believe in magic, do you? No, no. magic. Ma- okay, I'm religious, so it's either it's either like you got lucky, or God gave you something, or God did something, or it's just physics, like or just like the rules of life and you know how that works. So like, give me an example of something that you think is magical, and I'll give my my interpretation on it. Um, let's see. So, in my mind, magic is, um, I don't know, like, here's something kind of magical. Like, sometimes, like, this used to happen where I'd be, like, walking downtown or something, and, uh, when I was going to class and I went to school at Madison, and I would see, think, like, oh, hey, there's my friend Araceli or, or Eldon or something, and, and then I would approach the person and then it, it wasn't them but like later on that day mm-hmm. like around like eight in the afternoon or something i would see that person almost like a premonition like holy cow that is araceli and i thought i saw her earlier but it wasn't her and i haven't seen her i hadn't seen her or thought of her in you know six weeks but that mm-hmm. day i thought i saw her and then i actually did uh-huh. so something like that well, okay, here's here's how I think about it. That's never been really something that I've come along mm-hmm. because, I mean, my life consists of, of like, the same, pretty much repetitive, like, repetitive actions. For example, school, I do the same thing every day. I go to school, see the same people in the same classes. I go to work, uh, see the same people in the same hours, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So that really doesn't happen to me, but theoretically, if that did happen to me, I would just think... Um, for me, if that happened, I would just be like, you know, um, if that, if, well, if you're going to places that you th- think that they could be, you know, like if you saw them on campus or something, cause you went, cause you were, when you were a student, you saw them or something, mm-hmm. you know, then the fact that you are there, um, makes it so you're more open to looking for, for that kind of person, especially when you already saw them, then you're going to have them in the back of your mind throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you see that person, like, if you see somebody that looks like that again, mm-hmm. you know. So if you, like, saw the back of somebody's blonde hair and you thought that that, that was Emily or something, mm-hmm. you know, then that, I think that if you're going down that same area, it reminds you when you almost saw Emily and then that if that's normally where you cross paths, you know, mm-hmm. you're probably more likely to see Emily. Yeah, that could be. And it's also, it could be, like, that I... I have I do that a lot. Like, oh, is that Ernesto? Or oh, and and then I just th- that person doesn't show up like five hours later. So then I just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. You know. So just maybe out of all the thousands of times, I'm like, oh, there's so and so, and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. These are the two times that I'm like, oh, I th- I thought I saw that person earlier. You know, like statistically, mm-hmm. eventually that would happen. Yeah. Like where you're like, oh, I was just thinking about you. But so that that brings up the question of like coincidence, mm-hmm. because coincidence is a thing that like uh. It almost seems like a, a concept that we've created 
so that we don't have to consider whether something is magical. Mm-hmm. You know, but we just say, oh, it's a real coincidence, you know, that I had the same dream and then something happened the next day that was my dream, you mm-hmm. know? Well, coincidences are also real things. Like, like if I was going to get coffee and you are going to get coffee, that could be a coincidence, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that that's an actual thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But um, personally, I don't think that there's a meaning to everything in life, but... You know, you cast a wide net so you can catch a fish, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think some things in life are coincidental. But uh, even if even if it's not likely that's coincidental or mm-hmm. that's not coincidental, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I like, like, for example, I've been seeing the number 419 a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's if it happens repetitively, then you can see that, that God is like, come on. You know, just like, you know, like pushing you mm-hmm. to it. But... If it happens once, it's probably most likely, you know, a coincidence. Mm-hmm. But if you if you start seeing, like, a person every single day, like, randomly at different places, you know, it's, even if you never spoke to them ever, it's probably God saying, speak to this person, they're going to be a big part of your future. Mm-hmm. Or they're at least going to be advancing your future. Mm-hmm. Or they're a stalker or something. Or Yeah, or they're a stalker. Mm-hmm. And if they are a stalker, it would be kind of random if you never spoke to them ever, and then they start yeah. stalking you. yeah. That's true. Um, so, okay, so the third question here is, who is the messiest person you know? The mess, uh, definitely you. Me? Yeah, definitely you. <laughs> I'm not messy. Uh, <laughs> you're mentally messy. <laughs> you're mentally messy. I'm physically messy, you're <laughs> mentally messy. Oh, man, how am I, how am I mentally messy? Uh, that's not meant in a mean way, I'm just yeah. saying, you know. Just like, chaos? Yeah, in a good way, though. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that as a compliment, actually. Um, I would answer you for the messiest person I know. Really? Yeah. Over Lily, have you seen Lily's room? Yeah, you know, actually, it's changing because I think I think it's changing a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I am probably I'm probably messy, you know, because I I'm probably <laughs> like if you look at my car, mm-hmm. like it doesn't last very long clean, but we're all pretty messy. Yeah, but I I feel like we all have a different reason to be messy. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I really wanted stuff to be clean, I could keep it clean. It's just like, that's a lot of work, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, it doesn't really affect my life in any way. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just let it do its own thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a thing of its own, you know? Yeah. If, but if I really wanted to, because I feel like I have the mentality, if I really want something done, I'll do it, you know? Yeah. If yeah. I want to get, um, if I want to get a job, I got it, you know? If I mm-hmm. want to get my phone working I can do that by myself if I want to get bank account I can do it by myself mm-hmm. you know it's just that I really I, I like to put my effort into meaningless things like video games so. oh that makes sense yeah <laughs> um yeah interesting um what's your excuse <laughs> oh my excuse for messy is I just I, I feel like I'm constantly trying to juggle like 30 different balls in the air Mm-hmm. And so part of my strategy is to let, like, five just drop, <laughs> you know? And so I strategically choose the things that, like, I'm just going to do 60% effort, like, mm-hmm. which is enough to, like, I can pick it up life. again at some point, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't have to... Priorities. Yeah. Like, I, I just honestly, like, I have so many things going on, like, so many, like, different projects and different, like, like, lately it's been this work thing that's taken up a lot of time, you know, like, with the union and stuff and... And then, you know, then I have the article due and I do jujitsu and have my 
you know, just all kinds of stuff that's going through head, house projects and, you know, and like I use my car to like transport wood and go to Home Depot and stuff. And it just, you know, it's kind of like, I just want it to be functional mm -hmm. too. Like I don't have to have it. Like if I vacuum my car out, like and then get full get it full of like wood chips the next day or mulch or something it's mm -hmm. just kind of like well that was you know yeah so yeah i think it's strategically messy is how i think of myself you know like mm -hmm. what, we both what, have good excuses yeah well when when i first had you i remember one of my good friends who's still a good friend her name is jen and i worked with her and she told me um well she told me a lot of good advice but one of the things she told me was um you know, because I was freaking out because it was like the first day back to work after mm -hmm. having kids and um, and I had locked. It was, I, every, my brain was like nuts because I had to like, it, you know, I had, I was worried about you checking with Tammy. Then I was like, um, had to be to her house to pick you up and I had finishing up stuff at work. And then I lost my keys somewhere. And this is before you were able to help, you know. <laughs> so I lost my keys. I locked myself out of the car. And I was like, all this, like, I'm like, and then I started thinking, like, I'm not going to manage being a mom and being at work. I'm just not, this is too much. And um, and so she said, I think she, I told her that or that she was there or whatever. Um, and, and she's like, you know, you need to just chill out. And you need to realize that, like, you don't have to do 100%. You don't, you don't even have to do 90%. You know, 70% last I checked was passing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, that's true. And I really took it to heart, you know? <laughs> not just for parenting, mm -hmm. but for everything, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, and I, I, I pick the things that I'm going to put everything into and I put everything, like right now the work thing mm -hmm. has taken, like I'm like, right now I'm scaling back a little, but it's like 90, it's been like 97% of my energy. Well, yeah, you, you scaled back, don't, don't sell yourself short, you scaled back because you did it. Yeah. 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 You didn't scale back because it was too much work. You scaled back because you accomplished your mission. Yeah. Mission was accomplished, you know, but, and then, and now we're working on trying to get a little more of them to, to listen to a little more of what we were hoping for as we come back to school. But, um, I'm still trying to be, I, I'm still like conscious that I'm putting too much energy into that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, cause I wasn't getting my steps in and I wasn't getting, you know, so I, I need to chill out on that a little bit but and spend time with you guys and stuff and um all right so the next we'll just do a couple more questions so we don't go too long but um all right so that's a dumb one i'm gonna skip that one so uh, what's what's the most useless talent you have <laughs> the most useless talent i have <laughs> is i mean yeah being being good at video games like realistically there's, unless you're gonna be the new like, the new ninja as well. I was gonna say, but you probably don't know that reference. It's the new you know best video game player in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, and even if you don't, I don't think being a good video game player is really gonna take you anywhere. Like it, I don't think being good at video games is what took people or what gave people longevity. I feel like if you're really that good at video games and that you can make a career out of it then you can't only be good at video games. Like, it's like it gives you the ticket into the door, but you have to be able to take that and walk somewhere with it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not funny, if you're not, you know, if you don't have anything other than that, then, you know, you're going to be, you know, you're mm -hmm. just going to be a good video game player, and then nobody's going to ever want to watch you because you have no, you know... Charisma and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like... 
um, if you can, if, if it's like watching a robot play a video game, you know, yeah. what's really the point? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, video games. Uh, I think my, my most useless talent is, um, well, probably definitely my Donald Duck voice. Oh. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now either. <laughs> but yeah, just stupid stuff like that. But it, you know what? It entertained you guys when you were little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys would beg, like, Mom, do the Donald Duck voice. You know, it's always kids like it, you know. I just, I would never do it for my students now because mm-hmm. they're too old. But, like, up to, <laughs> they're too, that, they would be like, okay, I'm going to unenroll from this class right now. But, um, but I, I, it gets you a lot. Like, maybe tomorrow when Alicia's kids are here, they're going to come over. Mm-hmm. They probably appreciate my Donald Duck voice, yeah, you know. they probably like it. Yeah. So... All right, last question, and then we'll sign out. So, I don't even understand what that question is asking. Uh, What's the question? What would be on the gag reel of your life? Gag reel of your life? Is that like when you make mistakes? Uh, Probably. It's probably like looking back, what is an embarrassing thing or something that you used to do that you didn't like it now. All right, how about this one? Um, uh, uh, um, Oh, here's a good one. What fictional character would be most boring wait no that's dumb (laughs) here's a good one no that's dumb all right we'll we'll just say what's what's the best and worst purchase you've ever made like at the same time are you saying like what's my best one and what's my worst yeah the best one and the worst one the best purchase i made in my entire life i think okay well there's this purchase that i'm about to make I think will be the best one, mm-hmm. but but at least for now, like mm-hmm. the, the ones that have already been physically put forward, my speaker mm-hmm. that I just got. That's a good one because I I was impressed with the sound. What's the name? What's the brand of that? Oh, uh, it's Alltech, and I mean it, it's not it's nothing like you can be a DJ with it, but like it is loud, you know. And, it is loud. And one thing that I that I hate with my phone is that the audio it has gone from being like loud to its max is like at twenty percent of what it originally was. So I can just use this whenever. I feel like that was a really good purchase. Hmm. And the worst thing I've ever bought was I think my the worst thing I've ever bought. Probably I don't know. Some some clothes that I've never worn or, you know, some just something I thought would be cool in the moment, but stuff that I didn't really wear. Mm-hmm. I guess I you know, something that I, that um I think my my um no, I didn't buy that. My dad bought that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say, like, the stuff for homecoming, because I really didn't need the top coat or whatever. You know, like, I, I'm just saying, like, I could have just, you know, done the white shirt, you know, some black jeans, and then had a chain to go with it, and that mm-hmm. would have been enough to pull together something. Did but you, like, you have a suit coat? I don't I didn't even see you because you were at your dad's hat. Like, yeah, I did have a suit coat. Um, Aw, that's probably nice. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think I could have, I think, I, back then, I mean, it's not that far back, it mm-hmm. was like nine months ago or something, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've grown a lot since then, you know, like, a lot with my, like, style I did, but I'm just talking along with that, like, mainly who I am as a person has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It really has, I know it's a lot, a lot of change. Oh, what have you seen? Hmm? Well, what has been some stuff that you've oh, seen change? Um, well, 
I think definitely the work thing most recently has been a big change, you know, um, mm-hmm. because you, you know, you just, and, and well, you've just been responsible about getting there and, um, and doing the work and, and not complaining about, like, I've never heard you, like, you, know, you ne- never had a bad attitude about it. And mm-hmm. you're actually like, was freaked me out was like the times I've called there and you answer the phone and I'm like, that's my son. It sounds like a, like a real professional worker there, you know? Like, you know, it's kind of like how you used to say, like, you didn't think teachers had a life outside of, like, what they did. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like when, when I call, like, a restaurant or put in an order and they know what they're doing, like, you don't really see the person behind that. You just, and that's what you did. You created that, mm-hmm. like, five guy mask, you know, where I was just like, oh, it's, they know it's the person who knows what they're doing that's going to put the order in, you know? Mm-hmm. And you were polite and stuff and, um, but also, I think I see what you were talking about with your, like your, I don't know, that you just seem to be more comfortable with your, with yourself and you're just kind of, you've always been that way, but it's just like, um, it's just more, more just, uh, I don't know, maybe even just more mature, more, you know, like you don't seem to engage as much in fights with Lily and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. and like when, when, sometimes when we have fights, you're always like, okay, stop, let's just stop for a second here, like, what's going on, like, you, or you, you just kind of, like, identify the problem, instead of, like, getting upset that somebody didn't act the way you wanted, you're able to just, like, get it, like, okay, what's actually going on here, like, mm-hmm. and then, or sometimes you'll say, like, well, I just didn't like how you came at me that way, or you'll be like, hey, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't come at you the, the way I should have, here's, you know, and just, it's nice, you know? Yeah. Um, some, I mean, some stuff that I've seen in myself that mm-hmm. I feel like that has been good to change, not to toot my own boat or anything, mm-hmm. but, or to, that's not how that saying goes, but <laughs> my own, yeah. toot my own Saint, Saint Charles. Yeah. But, um, but some things that I feel like I've changed a lot in was, um, I feel maturity, but in, in more ways than one, I feel like I've become like. I remember when I used to say like a bunch of inappropriate jokes or, or puns, it was mainly just just me trying to connect rather than rather than me being myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like me becoming more myself or me being open with myself has um, has really sh- like shown me who I can be, who I should be with and who I shouldn't. Because if if I don't if they don't like what I what I do because I didn't I did puns or something then that's understandable they didn't like puns but if you don't like me because I'm who I am then I really don't care mm-hmm. you know because I'm me I don't want if you don't want to be friends with me because I'm me you know then mm-hmm. go be with other than me you know go with mm-hmm. people other than me but you know it's not really yeah. something on me it just reflects on you yeah well, that's sad because, like, I remember the whole pun, the pun thing, and I, I mean, do you still like puns or not? Yeah, because I see puns nowadays, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, I, they always make me think of you, mm-hmm. you know, because... Yeah, I feel... But they're I feel clever, like, you know? Yeah. I think um, puns have always been a thing with mine because I've never really seen things like, like, how you're supposed to see them. For example, um, I don't see, like, in math class, I see something, and I find... I find the easiest way to do it, but like in my head. So that might not be like dividing it by two. That could be like thinking of, of what's half of three rather than thinking what's six divided by two, you mm-hmm. know? Like that's a really simplified version, but mm-hmm. I just, the way that I think I feel is outside of the box of what school teachers or what like the average person thinks. Mm-hmm. So 
just doesn't make sense to you when they tell you, like, here, think about it this way? Yeah, I mean, it, it really doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, if you get the right answer, you get the right answer, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's a reason why I've never really thought that um, that writing down the um, the work was was a really big deal because, it's, well, for, at least for me in math, because I really, I understand math very well. So after, like, me getting my third 100% on the math thing, after taking, like, half the time that everybody else did, you know, I really don't think at that point I really need to show my work, mm-hmm. you know? Especially because, like I said before, the way that I think of things are a lot different than how other people think things. So I think, like, through my head rather than think through the paper, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't have to write down the um, all the lines and all the division signs and all that stuff in my head to just get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. It feels like that just slows me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that about you that when you don't see the the value of doing something, you're just like not gonna do it because <laughs> that's like the couch, the old couch battle and eating on the couch, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So you're just like, uh, uh, you know, we've fought fought that battle a lot where it's mm-hmm. like, don't eat on the couch. Why? <laughs> can't we just get? And I'm like, because then you, you leave the garbage on the couch. Can't we put a garbage by the couch? <laughs> That was your idea for a while. Yeah. Can't we just... I know how we get the thing. We just put a garbage can right by the couch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so, did we... Did you say what your worst purchase? Oh, is that the bad thing uh, that your dad... Yeah. I mean, okay. My my physical... Like, mm-hmm. my actual worst, worst purchase was... Um, hmm. I guess the worst purchase I made was... Buying Lily, um, that cooking stuff, because the only people who've ever used it is me and you, mm-hmm. and the the other one that I bought her, is just like sitting up there. Yeah. Along along, cause I also got frost like the special frosting with that. So I mean. You yeah, should probably make it eventually, you know. Eventually, yeah. Once she gets bored. But yeah, I, I mean the the main reason like why I I haven't really bought that much stuff for myself. Or if I do buy stuff for myself, it's because it's out of actual need, you know? Mm-hmm. The, re- like, the reason why I only buy stuff, or mainly buy stuff for other people, is because making them happy, making their lives easier makes me happy. It's kind of, as much as, like, much as, oh, that's so kind of you and stuff, I mean, it's really kind of selfish. In my way, it's selfish, because I use, I, like, actually, honestly... It makes me happy to see you happy, but it's selfish because I do it for me. I don't really do it for you. It's because, you know. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's why I... If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, it, I mean, it also makes me happy that I make you happy. Like, it's it's like a win-win. Mm-hmm. But if it, if it made Lily, like, say, oh, okay, well, I kind of need this, thanks. You know, then I was like, oh, yeah, sh- yeah, sure. But, I mean, as much as, as nice as that was, you know... If I get it, if I get like, thank you, like this, this will really help me. Like that's why I always tip big when I go to when I go to restaurants, mm-hmm. because you know helping them, along with helping them helps me. You mm-hmm. know, it just you know. Yeah, that's a good mentality. Sense. It's a good mentality. I mean, I think it's honest too, because I think a lot of times um, people people do stuff and then they just are like, you know, like. Just they they're like well I should just I just did it for you you know but mm-hmm. I think it's honest when you think about really like I kind of do the, the same thing if I think about it because like when when I want you guys to succeed at stuff 
It's really because it's less painful for me, you know, but not like not, you know, like when I, for example, like if I ever like, oh, get up and make sure you're not late to whatever, you know, uh-huh. then it's always because like it's the pain for me uh-huh. to see you like have something bad happen as a result of that uh-huh. is, is intense, uh-huh. like probably more for, than for you, you know, yeah. or at least as much, you know, I'm always like, and so then it's like, well, I take it on as my own problem because I'm like, Oh no! Like if this happens, like it, like if you fail a class, like uh-huh. I mean, it really doesn't matter to like really to me. And you know, but the problem is that I would be like, oh, like what if he feels like a failure, or what if what if what if he like you know has to, you know, I don't know. You know, I just I just don't want you to feel like oh god, now I I have a, I'm a person who has an F on my record, and uh-huh. you know. Well, I don't think that's really selfish. And honestly, at a certain point, or at least in my mentality, the the line between being selfish and being, you know, I don't know, what's this? What's the, like... Giving or generous? Generous. Okay, we can use generous. But um, I feel like there's, there's kind of a, a blurred line between those two things because I think mainly people people do things because they're selfish rather than like getting something on top is like something on top but mm-hmm. if, if I give you a pen because you say that you need a pen I feel like from for most people it's because you know it's it's like it's maybe like 30 or 40 percent because you needed a pen and 60 70 percent so so that you can either like prove something like like how good you are or prove or get attention for it or you know just always has some kind of benefit for you mm-hmm. like because uh, I I like hmm, I always tip heavily because because not only because I'm selfish but also because because I like seeing I like helping you know mm-hmm. so it's not only because I'm selfish but I feel like it's it's just a combination of that helped you that I'm happy to help you and also to make you happy makes me happy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I have one more thing to add to that because I, I think, like, um, like sometimes I think when I do something good, like, putting out that energy, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of, like, elevates everybody. You know, like, like for example, I had this person message me today, and I'm like, who the heck is this, you know? Mm-hmm. And and they're like, hey, and I didn't I didn't see the first text or I would have answered right away. Mm-hmm. But um, they're like, hey, and I'm like, didn't see it. So then they're like, hello, and I'm and I said, and it was a number I didn't recognize, and I'm like, just said hello, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, a couple minutes later, they're like, uh, how how you doing? And I'm like, okay, I, I said I'm doing pretty well. And then I said like, sorry, who is this, you know? <laughs> and then yeah. there's they said. Uh, Oh, that's good. Um, and they said, wait, isn't... It? And I said, sorry, who is this? And they're like, oh, sorry, oh, isn't this Jeremy? And I'm like, no, we ha- you have the wrong number. Uh, and, and they're like, oh, sorry, you know. And then I said, uh, oh, no worries, you know, it's fine. Anyway, the, my point is that... And then they were like, oh, it, I'm sorry to bother you. It was really nice. But I, I, just, I just think, like, when you treat people kindly, like, I, I halfway was expecting that conversation to, because it was just a stranger there just hang up or just like be rude or just like I don't know you know or they're trying to scam me for money you always think something bad is going to happen but it's just like I feel like if you put good energy out like I was kind of patient and like oh well have a nice day and I sent them a happy emoji they did the same thing to me and it's kind of like you you just kind of elevate they elevated my day 
And then the people that I treated after that, you know, were all, you know, like you, you have a better energy. And I think that's really important too, because, you know, I think energy is contagious like that. And we're all responsible for kind of like elevating it. And if we, you know, I honestly think when negotiating with people at work with all this union stuff, like sometimes people say, Ooh, you did, I can't believe you, you said that, or you posted that, or you emailed that person. That was really brave. And I think it's, I don't think it's brave at all. Cause I'm not like saying swearing at people at all i'm just saying hey have you thought about it this way like could we is there any way we could do this so it's that's not i feel like they should who the people i'm emailing or talking to should trust that i have goodwill Mm -hmm. and that i'm a professional Mm -hmm. and so if i bring something up it's not because like oh i could probably slack off more Mm -hmm. usually or you know or you know it's and i think in that case it's just kind of like everybody if everybody has goodwill there shouldn't be any problems you know should be like we disagree, but we can negotiate and get to this point, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of times it doesn't, like if you see people trolling and stuff online, a lot of times it doesn't, and I'm guilty of that, like I've trolled your, your father <laughs> on occasion, <laughs> you know, just like, just like you're in a bad mood and you just want to like trigger somebody, you know, yeah. so, um, but not, that's not normally, that's in my, that's in my lower self, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, well, we better close this podcast out for the first one. I think it, I think we're good, you know, and is there anything you wanted to say to close? Uh, I mean, if you if you watch through or listen through all of this, you know, uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sorry for wasting like 50 minutes of your time. Yeah, and we're happy to do it again for episode two. So if you did not, we're not bored to death, please join us again for the second episode to be recorded soon. All right. Signing off. All right. Bye. Bye.